0: This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning with a mostly cloudy sky. It's 36 degrees at the KVOM studios. Today is Friday, the 14th of January, 2022. Rich Molders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And, well, we'll have mostly cloudy skies today. Not quite as warm as it has been. A high in the upper 50s. Tonight, 50% chance of rain developing overnight. With cloudy skies, we'll have a low of 38 We've got a 90% chance of rain throughout the day on Saturday. And we'll see temperatures fall throughout the day into the upper 30s by 5 o'clock. As we move later into the evening, that rain will start to turn to freezing rain. Maybe some sleep before midnight. And we've got the possibility of snow developing around 3 in the morning. Our low 25. Sunday, we'll have sunshine, a high of 43. Sunday nights, low 28 under clear skies. And for Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Sunny skies and a high of 50. Right now, mostly cloudy, 36 at the KVOM studios. And we want to congratulate our employee of the day for today, Lori Beck. She is retiring from Petty Jean State Bank after an over 45-year career in banking. The bank will be holding a reception in her honor this afternoon from 2 until 4 o'clock. Turning to obituary announcements this morning, Linda Lou Watkins-Baxter, age 73, of Plummerville, died Monday, January 10th, Memorial service will be held this afternoon at 2 at the Harris Chapel. Private burial will be at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton. James Jim Albert Fields, age 85, of Perryville, died on Thursday, January 13th. He was a truck driver and of the Baptist faith and is survived by his wife of 50 years, Helen Tuttle Fields of Perryville, daughter Jennifer Mason of Perryville, three siblings and a grandson. The family will receive friends Sunday afternoon from two until four o'clock at the Harris Funeral Home. Private burial will be at a later date with arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton Hadley Jewel Hernandez, infant child of Sidney Lopez and Joe Hernandez of Morlton died January 11th. Memorial service will be held Monday, January 17th at 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel, arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Morlton. Clarice Joy Brazier Copeland-Jones, age 89, died Tuesday, January 11th. Funeral service will be this afternoon at 2 at Sunnyside New Hope Church in Center Ridge with Brother Larry Wilson delivering the eulogy and Brother Tim Copeland officiating. Burial will be at Pleasant Hill in Center Ridge with arrangements by Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Amazer Mac McAllister of Kansas City, Missouri, formerly of Moralton, died Sunday, December 26th. He is survived by four sons, Dr. Amazer McAllister Jr., Brian K. McAllister and Jermaine McAllister, all of Kansas City, Missouri, and Rodney Criswell of Conway, and two brothers, William McAllister of Missouri and James McAllister of Moralton. Graveside service for Amazer Mac McAllister will be held Saturday, January 15th at 11 a.m. at Spring Valley in Moralton. Public walk-through visitation will be from two to five o'clock today at Vance Wilson and Jarrett Funeral Home in Moralton. Don Donnie Ruster, age 60, died December 28th. The graveside service was held Tuesday at Plummerville Cemetery and arrangements were by Bob Neal & Sons Funeral Home of Moralton. Coming up on 735, it's mostly cloudy, 36 degrees at the KVOM studios, on our way to a high of 58 and we'll stay under cloud cover today with rain moving in overnight. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Always in touch. Member FDIC an Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, mostly cloudy and 36 degrees at the KVOM studios. Conway County has again set its new record for new coronavirus cases in a single day. The Arkansas Department of Health reported 153 new cases in the county Thursday. As the number of active cases increased by 125 for the day, to 633, setting another record for the county. The South Conway County School District this morning is reporting that 118 students have tested positive for the virus, 310 students and 10 staff members are in quarantine. The number of active cases in Perry County is up to 170, an increase of 24 from Wednesday after the county recorded 39 new cases on Thursday. The state of Arkansas also set its new record high for new cases and active cases. Just under 13,000 new cases were recorded, and the number of active cases is up to 79,346. This marks the seventh time that a daily record has been set in the past two weeks. The Health Department says there are now 1,251 hospitalizations in the state related to COVID-19 as of Thursday afternoon. 18 additional COVID deaths were recorded Thursday to bring the state's total to 9,390. There have still been 50 deaths in Conway County and 26 in Perry County since the pandemic began. Vaccine distribution increased from the previous day, with over 9,100 doses administered Thursday. According to the Health Department, over 1.5 million Arkansans are now fully vaccinated. Of those, 479,422 have received a third-dose booster shot. During this week's Morlton City Council meeting, council members heard a request from a citizen who'd like to see the city make an investment in advertising and promotion to help boost tourism to the area. Benny Baker is a former council member who suggested the city establish an advertising and promotion commission.
1: If you did establish an A.P. commission, this needs to be made up of individuals from the Morrill's area. This would have to be separate, or it needs to be separate from the chamber or the CCDC. Anybody going to or from them. This is nothing more than a reinvestment back in fact, the Moralton area from the sales tax. Uh, the A&P Commission will advertise promote the area and the
0: businesses as a whole from many avenues. Baker noted that surrounding cities like Conway, Russellville and Clinton all have AMP commissions that are tax funded. But he believes Morlton can make the investment without implementing a new tax by using bond revenue or excess sales tax revenue.
1: In lieu of a tax, what I'm suggesting you consider is, consider taking a percentage of $1.5 point million, and dedicate that into a If you don't go that route, then
0: you've had a better year, a better two years on sales tax. I think it's to 400000 So, maybe for future years, consider using a percentage of 400000 for a and Baker said there is tremendous tourism potential for Moralton. And the city should use its resources to tap into that potential. Arkansas Tech University alumnus Stan Miller and his wife Patrice have made a $5.3 million gift to the Arkansas Tech University Foundation that will support the establishment of the Miller Center for Global Engagement at ATU. Stan Miller graduated from Arkansas Tech in 1971 with a bachelor's degree in political science. He went on to earn a Juris Doctor from the Vanderbilt University School of Law. The Miller's Gift will support student scholarships for study abroad programs, upgrade ATU's language computer labs in support of world language education, facilitate international faculty exchange opportunities, and create an international speaker series. Greenway Equipment is kicking off 2022 by combating food insecurity for children in the communities it serves through its fourth annual one-of-a-kind fundraiser, where they'll give away two John Deere Gator utility vehicles that were previously used by country music star Jason Aldean. All funds raised will be donated to three local food banks, including the Arkansas Food Bank. Kevin Morrison, manager of Greenway's Moralton Store, explains the company is donating the Gators to raise funds for the food bank's backpack programs, which help provide food for a combined total of more than 4,600 children every weekend during the school year. It's a program for these students that have food insecurities at home.
1: Uh, it gives them a backpack so they have something to eat you know, over the weekend. Basically what happened, we saw there was a need. Information shows one in four children in the state of Arkansas um, deal with food insecurity. And I, I think the, the vision of it was the fact that you know, for such a agricultural-based uh, state in mm-hmm. such an agricultural-based area, you wouldn't think you would see that in an area
0: with an abundance and so much food that there's mm-hmm. these insecurities for these children. Greenway is hoping to raise approximately $250,000 through the fundraiser this year to help feed children in the company's service area. To learn more about the giveaway and register for a chance to win, you can drop by the Greenway location in Moralton or any of the 32 Greenway stores. Visit gogreenway.com or text keyword "Go Backpack" to 44321. A $10 donation per ticket is requested. The winner will be announced on March the 11th. The senior criminal court judge for the 6th Judicial District will soon retire and naming a replacement will be up to the governor. The Arkansas Democrat Gazette reports Judge Barry Sims, who serves as judge for Pulaski and Perry Counties, will retire at the end of February. He's served since 2002. The 62-year-old had previously served as a district judge in North Little Rock. The Washita and Ozark-St. Francis National Forests will be conducting prescribed burns in Arkansas and Oklahoma, over the next several months. Prescribed burns are conducted when the conditions indicate that natural resource management objectives will be met and there will be minimal impact to the public. Land managers use prescribed fire to promote natural ecological processes. Also known as controlled fires, these fires are intended to meet several objectives, the first of which is to reduce the potential for large, costly, catastrophic wildfires. Other objectives include reducing threats to forest health, and improving habitat for a wide variety of wildlife. People with smoke sensitivities who'd like to be notified when prescribed burns will be taking place should contact their nearest ranger district to be added to the public notification list. Taking a look at our community calendar, due to a major water leak, customers of the Queso water facility in the Rose Creek area remain under a boil order until further notice Today's the last day for the Nemo Vista Student Council's Shoe Drive. You can drop off new or gently used shoes at the Shoe Company in Moralton, Ozark Health Center in Center Ridge, Tangled Salon in Austin, Rabbit Ridge Farms in Bee Branch, or the Nemo Vista High School office. The T.C. Vaughan Senior Activity Center's annual Martin Luther King celebration is set for today at 11 a.m. at the Center on North Division Street in Moralton with the theme, It's All About Freedom. Lunch will be served at noon, adults 60-plus, are asked to donate $4. Others are asked to pay $7.50 at the door. George L. Addison, Jr., author of Moments in the Shadow of Greatness, Volume 1, will be in Morrilton as part of his book tour Saturday at 5 at Holiday Inn Express. The book features Addison's interviews and interactions with personalities who have impacted American society, including Muhammad Ali, Barack Obama, and many others. The Center Ridge Lodge of Freemasons meets Saturday night at 7 o'clock Due to the rise in COVID cases, Ada Valley Community Church has canceled its scheduled services until further notice. Addieville Baptist Church will have revival services featuring Master's Voice Sunday morning at 1030, and then Monday through Wednesday nights at 7 o'clock. And Moralton's annual Martin Luther King Jr. Parade, originally scheduled for Monday, has been canceled for this year. As always, we appreciate you tuning in for KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we want to remind you that if you ever miss the Newswatch, you can always listen to it on your phone or other device because it's available as a podcast. Search for KVOM on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, iHeart or SoundCloud, or you can subscribe for free or just find it on our website or app. Our weekday morning Newswatch podcast brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Coming up a little later on, we'll visit with Shannon Autry from the Conway County Extension Service. Up next, Eric Tyler has your sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Always in touch. Daddy Jean, Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Cave okay, on
1: Newswire Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Well, for the third time in its five-year existence, Marlton High School's Devil Dog Arena will be hosting a state high school basketball tournament. During its tournament site selection meeting on Thursday, the Arkansas Activities Association awarded Wonderview High School the bid to host the Class 1A state tournament at the arena you hosted the 1A tournament there in 2018, and Marlton High School hosted the Class 4A tournament there last season. This year's Class 4A state tournament will be held at Magnolia High School. The other basketball state tournament sites are Little Rock Southwest for Class 6A, Sheridan for Class 5A, Valley Springs for Class 3A at North Arkansas College, and Junction City will have the Class 2A tournament. The Class 4A North Region tournament will be played this year at Farmington High School, Nemo Vista lost out on its bid to host the Class 1A Region 3 tournament. That tournament instead will be played at Guy Perkins. Marlton High School also will be hosting the Class 4A North Region baseball and softball tournaments this spring. Class 4A State tournaments will be played at Nashville High School. Nemo Vista was denied its bid to host the Class 1A State baseball and softball tournaments, but will be hosting the Class 1A Region 3 tournaments for both sports. Class 1A state tournaments were awarded to Washita High School. Other baseball and softball state tournament sites are Springdale and Fayetteville for Class 6A, Hot Springs Lakeside for Class 5A, Valley Springs for Class 3A, and Southside B Branch for Class 2A. The 2022 Class 4A state volleyball tournament will be played at Brooklyn High School. Other volleyball state tournament hosts are Rogers for Class 6A, Greenbrier for Class 5A, Harding Academy for Class 3A, and Mansfield for Class 2A. Class 4A state soccer tournament will be hosted by J. T. Robinson. Other soccer state tournament sites are El Dorado for Class 5A and at Bergman for Class 3A. No bid submitted for the Class 6A soccer tournament. Well, most area high school basketball games scheduled for tonight have been postponed due to COVID issues. Sacred Heart has rescheduled its games with Mount Vernon Enola for January twenty fourth. Warnerview's games against Shirley have been moved to February 11th. Nemo Vista's games against Scranton are rescheduled for February 1st. As of now, I believe Marlton's senior boys are scheduled to play at Subiaco Academy tonight for a 4A4 conference game at Devil Dog Arena, during green varsity game at 6 p.m., followed by the varsity game. And scheduled at college action this weekend, the Arkansas men's team plays at LSU at 1 p.m. Saturday on our sister station, 99.3 The Eagle. The Central Arkansas women and men play host to North Alabama at 1 and 3.15 p.m. respectively on Saturday live on 92.7 Jack FM. And the Arkansas women's team takes on number one South Carolina at 2.30 p.m. Sunday in Fayetteville. Former Marlton High School standout to me at Templeton had two points, three rebounds, three steals, and two blocks for the Henderson State women's team on Thursday to help the Reddies beat Washington Baptist 91-89 to in a Great American Conference game. Henderson is 10-4, and overall 5-3 and in the conference with that win. The National Park College women's team lost to Southern Arkansas University Tech 69-60 to on Thursday. Marlton's Gala Calvin had four points, two rebounds, and two assists in the loss for the Nighthawks. Look at weather now on this Friday, and we've got humidity right now at 93% with calm winds. Barometric pressure 30.07 inches. Low temperature this morning 34 degrees. High yesterday was 68. A year ago today, the low is 28 with a high of 62. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year at 3.78 inches. Our sunset this evening is 520. Sunrise tomorrow morning is 719. And forecast calling for. Mostly cloudy conditions today and afternoon high near 58 degrees. And then we have a chance of rain overnight at 50% with a low of 38. And then 90% chance of rain on Saturday with a high around 45. Temperatures falling uh, to around 38 by 5 p.m. So it will be a mostly a regular rain event. But into the evening and Saturday night overnight hours, it could transition to a uh uh, wintry mix with some freezing rain and sleep before midnight, and then a uh, slight chance of snow maybe in the uh, real late night, early morning hours into Sunday. But it doesn't look like we'll get just a whole lot of wintry accumulation here in our area, mainly in the north part of the state. But low will drop to around 25 Saturday night, but we'll be uh, above freezing Sunday. Sunny skies high near 43. Expected and then sunshine, a little bit warmer temperatures to start the new week. Right now we do have some clouds and 36 degrees in Marlton at
0: 7:52. This is NewsWatch on KVOM. Always in touch. Jean, Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It is seven fifty five now in KVOM.
1: We're joining on the phone for a close up interview this morning with Shannon Ocker, the Conway County Cooperative Extension Service. Good morning, Shannon. How are you?
2: Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you?
1: I am doing well myself, and looking forward to a to a big weekend, and um, maybe a little maybe a little snow there coming Saturday night. What do you think about that?
2: Yeah, yeah, I've uh, been been watching that pretty closely. So last I saw, they were bumping it up a little bit. The chances. Yep, so, so check on your friends and neighbors, you guys. Make sure they, you know, have their bread and their milk and all that stuff.
1: For sure, be be stocked up. Absolutely, and and, and stay safe during it as well. Absolutely. Uh, but uh, you got a few things to update us on this morning, and. Uh, we, Talked with Leisha about four, the new four-acre starts at the at the new calendar year, and have some uh, enrollment still going on for that?
2: That's right, yep. Um, and our enrollment actually goes throughout the year, but all of our families that are currently enrolled, um, we kick them out. just <laughs> oh, okay. kicks them out at the end of the year, so everybody has to re-enroll. Um luckily, this year, our system, our enrollment system is exactly the same as it has been. So if you're a 4-H family, um, this should all be familiar. Um, so you're just going to go to 4h.uada.edu and click the link and rejoin, do all that stuff. If you're a new family that's interested in joining, so if you've got kiddos anywhere between 5 and 19, we would love to have you join 4-H And now's the perfect time uh, since it's re-enrollment and enrollment for new families. So um, get in contact with us at the office, and you can do that a number of ways. Give us a call at 501-977-2146. You can reach us through the website. You can reach us through our Facebook page um, and email as well. We try to make ourselves as available as possible, but... um, if you are interested in joining, getting connected with 4 H, we'd love to walk you through the process and talk to you about your kids' interests and what they might um, want to get involved in.
1: All right. And also uh, in, uh, in Kevin's ag- agro world, he's got some uh, meeting coming up, a uh, production meeting coming up soon. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's a busy guy. Um, yeah. He just had a pesticide applicator training. Um, this week and then next week, he is scheduled to have corn and soybean production meeting on Friday the 21st, and that's going to be at the Multipurpose Building. So if that's something um, that you're interested in, uh, you can get all the details. Give us a call at the office, and um, again, on social media, you can find that information. But um, but as of now, that's a go. So um, we hope to have a good crowd of producers there um, learning all all they need to know about corn and soybean and all that good
1: stuff okay all right and you've got your best care child care uh training coming up right And that that's a big that's a very important thing a lot of uh a lot of folks uh involved in that right
2: yeah that's a big one um it takes lots of time to prepare not not just in our office but it's a statewide effort um we partner with several um, different agencies to get funding to offer this free for our child care providers. Um, And, yeah, it impacts tons of people, not only our child care providers that attend it, but, you know, if you've got kiddos or grandkids or, you know, anybody that um, utilizes child care, Um, you know, all of those providers that are giving that child care have to have these continuing education hours, and sometimes they're really hard to find, um, and they're especially hard to find for free. So Extension offers this um, best care course, and it is 10 hours of continuing education for our child care providers. So that is coming up. Takes us a bit to prepare for it, if you can imagine. Um, But we do ours in our area. It's a five-county um, joint effort, Calming County, Faulkner County, Perry County, Pope, and Yale, we all team up to do it together. Um, we do it on a Saturday, and we knock out all 10 of those hours in one day. So it's a long day, um, but get lots taken care of, and then you don't have to worry about trying to find um, a big chunk of hours and other places and again it's completely free for our providers um, to attend and and we do try to provide snacks and some interactive activities and different things um, but that is scheduled for saturday february 26th okay. um, here in Collin county at the workforce training center um, so that registration will be going live very very soon So keep an eye out for that. Um, If you're a child care provider, if you know a child care provider that needs hours, um, let them know that date, February 26th. Letters should be going out to all of our uh, facilities very soon, but sometimes letters and things get lost. But we'll be trying to promote that all the different ways we possibly can. But word of mouth is wonderful, so please share that, um, that date, February 26th, and we hope to have a good turnout.
1: Okay. All right, so a lot of big, important uh, beatings and so forth going on uh, with the Extinction Office. And um, anything else for us this morning, Shannon? Uh,
2: just a reminder that our office and, will be closed on Monday in observance of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So, uh, but we will be back in after that. So feel free to leave us a message or send us an email, and we'll get right back with you when we can.
1: Awesome. Very good. Shannon Ocker with Conway County Cooperative Extinction Service joining us this morning. Thank you so much. Thank you. It is 8.01 now on KVOM.
0: You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the
1: podcast edition.